0: I want to welcome you into and thank you for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Whether you've been with us since the beginning or you're just tuning in for the first time or somewhere in between, really do appreciate you spending time with us today. Here's how you reach out 419 794 3030. Once again, 419 794 3030 online at America's Retirement Headquarters.com. We pride ourselves on educating uh, the viewers and the listeners. Uh, and we're going to jump into it. But before we do, let me check in first. Nolan, Scott, glad to be with you as always. How are you doing today?
1: We're doing great. Uh, it's just always good to be here. A little bit of change of weather coming up and mm-hmm. uh, we're prepared for it. So it's great.
2: Yeah. Rain to get in the show and uh, talk about some of the crazy things going on around the area, but uh, doing well.
0: Good. Glad to hear it. On today's show, we're going to talk about the big game and whether or not the winner can predict this year's stock market results. And who I day. Yeah. <laughs> I, already, I, I, I had a feeling I knew how you guys were going to swing for this one. Right. I'm, a,
2: I'm a big Bengals fan, <laughs> so I got to throw a who day out there. Of course. There. <laughs> of course.
0: We'll get to that in a little bit. And also how to plan for a blizzard and enjoy your snow day. But first, Uh, Guys, it's been a rough year for the markets so far. The saying goes, as goes January, so goes the rest of the year. And January had its ups and downs, seeing wild volatility as investors try to digest the likelihood of future interest rate hikes. And uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell, hence the first of possibly several Uh, will be coming as soon as March to help cool down inflation. In support of these goals, the Federal Open Market Committee kept its policy interest rate near zero and stated its expectation that an increase in this rate would soon be appropriate. The committee also agreed to continue reducing its net asset purchases on the schedule we announced in December, bringing them to an end in early March. Now, the biggest fear for retirees during this time is protecting their savings during uncertain times. So what are you guys telling clients who uh, might be in panic mode right
1: now? Well, I guess January was the first time in a a little while that we've seen some pullbacks in the market. And, you know, there's actually been some pretty big pullbacks in a couple of categories. You've got, you know, small company stocks uh, are technically in now a bear market defined as a 20 percent pullback. Uh, You've got technology stocks in correction territory down 10%, and you have had some wild swings. So, you know, this is the first time I think for a little while, you know, investors have experienced any type of volatility in the market. So the first thing that I would say is remember that the stock market sell-offs are normal. You know, in this case, the markets are a little bit concerned about uh, the Fed possibly raising interest rates as early as March, uh, how many times they're going to raise interest rates. You know, we've got uncertainty with uh, what's going over in Russia and, you know, there continue political concerns about the leadership in this country. So a lot of things got to investors on edge. And, you know, to illustrate the volatile nature of the financial markets, if we look at the inter-year stock market declines over a 20-year period from 2000 to 2019, you know, as you can see in the chart, a decline of at least 10% occurred in in 11 out of 20 years or 55% of the time with an average pullback of 15% and in two additional years the decline was just short of 10%. So despite the pullbacks however if you look at the stock market it rose actually in most years with positive in all but 5 and an average of approximately 6%. So when we look at this chart and you see the red dots, you can see the decline overall in some point during the year, and then the greens would show on the graph how the year finished up. If you are a well-disciplined investor, you might take a look at some of these pullbacks as actually buying opportunities overall on the market. Mm-hmm. You know, So history would tell us that it could be some opportunities over there. Number two is you got to understand again why the sell off is happening. So, you know, is the market volatility the normal part of investing or is it really? a sign of something, uh, bigger problems that come. There's always going to be a reason to sell. In fact, if you look at this particular chart and we look at some of the reasons to sell, you know, going back to 2009, you think about all the things that happened. You know, you've got the BP oil spill, you've got gold peaks, you've got, you know, the physical cliff, uh, you've got the U.S. government shutdown. You've got the Ebola virus. You've got crude oil bottoms out after falling 77%. You've got the volatility VIX index. It hits all-time high. You've got trade wars. You've got yield curve inverts. There's always a reason to sell, mm-hmm. and there's you know always a reason not to be invested. But as the chart shows by staying invested over the course of time, it proved to be very beneficial not to sell. The worst thing I think an investor could say is this time it's different. I can't tell you the number of times in my 27 year career That i've heard somebody say well this time it's different that is a very dangerous word when it comes to investing and being a disciplined investor and number three is you want to think about your goals and some potential changes so you know have your goals in life changed if a sell-off is more gonna turn into a bear market. You know, your portfolio maybe only needs a little bit of tweaks versus a holistic change. There are absolutely things that I think our firm does unique and different versus a traditional buy and hold approach. So first and foremost, if you're a client, you're listening to us and you're concerned, please pick up the phone, uh, reach out to us. Uh, If you haven't done so yet, be sure to register for our March 8th semi-annual economic update where we'll be diving deep into the markets and the economy and our strategies. We have that both in person in Perrysburg at the Hilton Garden Inn, and we also offer it virtually so you can watch on our Facebook Live. We have all of that information available for our clients. And if you're not a client, I'd like to extend an invitation to come out to these events and, and listen to some of these things. I'd also encourage you to find out About some of the strategies that we incorporate that offer the tactical approaches. So, if you feel like you have just a buy and hold or buy and hope approach with your investments and nothing's ever done when the market goes up or down, please make sure that you take time to take a look at some of the strategies that we have where we can be more tactical overall in the portfolio and help you address some of these concerns that are out there. But again, I would say for uh, investors with the market in January, uh, bottom line is don't panic.
2: Yeah, you know, Nolan, I've uh, had the opportunity to to meet with a few people over the past couple of weeks. And, um, you know, you you mentioned your number three, uh, have your goals changed? And um, I actually have a referral for you. And um, I was at the hospital and one of the nurses who's been in the business for 32 years um, has said, yeah, things are just not the same anymore. And I'm ready to get out of here, looking to retire. And she's looking to meet with an advisor to kind of see whether or not she's able to do that based on the volatility in the market and uh, her goals. And she said, you know, maybe I just need to kind of change the way I'm thinking about retirement and how much money I'm going to spend. So, you know, like you said, I think a lot of people's goals change over the years. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, just kind of sit tight and hang on and, and uh, see what the future brings.
0: I certainly think it's safe to say that people's goals have changed since 2008, you know, all closer, all what, 14 years now, uh, further along, older, hopefully wiser uh, and closer to retirement where, you know, you don't necessarily want to have that volatility through your, your plans in flux. If you are concerned with how January was, maybe it's a bigger question of how much risk you actually have in your uh, in your portfolio, sitting down and speaking with the team at the Retirement Guys Formula with America's Retirement Headquarters, figure it out how to craft that retirement strategy for you to get you not just to retirement but through retirement all the years uh, to come from that it all starts with a phone call 419-794-3030 that's 419-794-3030 online at americasretirementheadquarters.com don't forget if you've got the time on march 8th they'd love to have you out at that economic update you can get more information about that including how to reserve your space by going to the website americasretirementheadquarters.com all right let's go ahead and do this <laughs> It is called the Super Bowl indicator. When the NFC team wins the Super Bowl, the Dow will supposedly finish the year higher. But when the AFC team wins, the Bengals, go ahead, Scott.
2: Yeah, who day? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the market will
0: supposedly finish lower. I know it sounds silly and, and just kind of like, you know, like Groundhog Day, for example. But this indicator has actually been accurate uh, 40 out of the 54 Super Bowls, so 74%. So the question is, personal sports feelings aside, who should we be rooting for, the, uh, the Rams or
1: the Bengals here? Well, you know, being Ohio guys, I think it's pretty easy for us to pick here. (laughs) But, you know, uh, if you look at the Super Bowl shuffle, I mean, how many great memories does that bring back? Mm -hmm. So uh, a side story is growing up in the, the younger years, I was a Bears fan. And then when I had met my wife in high school, her family was all Steelers. So in order for me to be able to go into their house, I had to convert from a Bears <laughs> to a Steelers fan. And thank goodness I've been a Steelers fan ever since because, you know, what a great run Ben Roethlisberger Certainly. gave us overall. and It is a ton of fun.
2: So, you know, you played the Super Bowl shuffle. I guess Icky Woods doesn't have a song, but there's the Icky shuffle. mm mm-hmm and the Bengals are going to bring it home i'm telling you this is uh, i i was uh, i was afraid there for a moment because the Bengals have been to the Super Bowl twice before yep. 82 and 88 mm-hmm. and the team they played was the San Francisco 49ers and had the 49ers beat the Rams it would have been three times the Super Bowl i guess the third time would have been a charm i'm hope, hoping but uh, yeah. you know that's these are crazy numbers and i guess me not being in the financial advising world Is this really what happens? I mean, the numbers are showing 74% of the time it works out that way.
1: Yeah, so 74% of the time it says uh, if the AFC team, a.k.a. the Bengals, win, that means uh, the market could be headed lower, uh, which is kind of concerning. So (laughs) do you follow that prediction? But, you know, what's fun is there's so many predictions that are out there. And, again, it just points out to, you know, how much media that's out there. This week uh, there's also news from Pennsylvania on Wednesday morning here that uh, the uh, groundhog saw his shadow. Yep. And meaning, according to the legend, that we've got six more weeks of winter coming. You know, if you look at another prediction between 1928 and 2021, buy and hold returns are 2.8% higher around early spring rather than long winter prediction so if you look at that study that comes out that would be if you wanted to use the groundhog approach the prediction says again more trouble for the market could be coming as well so what does that all mean to you that's listening today as an investor look stop worrying about predictions I think one of the things that oftentimes people ask us is what do we think the stock market's gonna do? We're always willing to give you our opinion, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, what you as an investor need to understand is that the stock market doesn't care about predictions. It doesn't care about my opinion. The market's gonna do what the market's gonna do. Sure, you can use history as a guideline Mm -hmm. to try to make some smart, intelligent decisions, but for those of you that are tuned in today, what I wanna do is I wanna share five tips that are ways to put the odds in your favor. And so I want you to avoid these five mistakes and stop thinking about predictions. Number one is avoid chasing the hot investment. Uh, We see this happen all of the time, you know, most recently with like meme stops or cryptocurrency, you know, these oftentimes don't pan out. So what was hot last year very often is not hot next year. The next number two is selling stocks when the price goes down. So, you know, you can't say a lot of guarantees in the stock market, but I can say it's pretty close to a good guarantee that if you buy high and it goes down and you sell low, that's a pretty good guarantee that you're going to lose money. It's not not a good strategy, right? So number three is putting your life savings in one stock or strategy could be a mistake. Number four is avoid being dazzled by celebrity endorsements. And, you know, we talk a lot about this in the Medicare industry with some of the people that are on, on TV. Even my, I've talked to own family members who switched their Medicare because some celebrity yes. on TV <laughs> said
2: you got to do it this way. Well, when you're talking about predictions, that, that, the first thing that popped into my head, and, you know, we're on football subject here real quick, but uh, Joe Namath who you see on TV trying to convince you to sign up for all of this Medicare that's zero premium that's for everything, true. made a prediction for the Jets that he guaranteed a win. And um, actually, he did win. So <laughs> for him, it worked out. Yeah. That was a, a prediction that came through for him. But like you said, you know these predictions and banking on these predictions in the stock market are not something that I would do.
1: And then number five would be investing in illiquid and unregulated products. Oftentimes, can blow up in uh, an investor's face. So, really make sure that you're working with uh, highly regulated, quality companies that are out there.
0: So, again, these are all good tips. Better to go by than just you know selling everything if the Bengals do win. Root with your heart and, and enjoy <laughs> enjoy the game. Uh, and again, you know, as a as a Georgia alumni, like I, I like Stafford, and I think he's done really great things over there for the Rams. But how can you not like Joe Burrow? And I know especially I don't want to be I run know. out of town. So, so yeah, I'm on board. Either way, I'm going to enjoy the game, uh, and I hope you guys out there enjoy it as well. And uh, don't use it to dictate your retirement strategy. Rather than that, go ahead and develop a plan with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030 is the number. And it's 419 794 30, 30. We know that everyone out there is uh, preparing for a lot of snow in Northwest Ohio or has been preparing for a lot of snow in Ohio. And, you know, the grocery stores are hit up. People have filled their gas tanks. Adults figured out plans for their kids. Going to be home for a while. Got to keep them entertained. Uh, you know, most people have put a lot of time and effort and energy into getting prepared for the storm. Do you see that the same thing happens when people are preparing for retirement?
1: Well, everybody is getting really prepared up here, and in fact, you know, with schools being closed for my kids today, and uh, uh, yesterday we went out to lunch with our staff, and uh, one of our staff wanted us to stop by the grocery store, and I almost got run over. (laughs) There's no no parking spots anywhere. There's nothing left in the grocery store, and she walked in to get uh, some bologna, actually, and uh, walked back out when she saw the lines that were inside of there. So I'm not sure why people tend to go uh, so kind of. Crazy with just a little bit of storm. I mean, we could make it just a couple of days, I mm-hmm. would think. Uh, and they really do go overboard. But what it shows is that, you know, investors oftentimes will go overboard after the storm hits. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, they don't get prepared for the storm. So we know that the stock market's going to have a storm one day. But you know, we oftentimes wait until the snowstorm hits us before we get prepared. Like at my house, my wife did a fantastic job. She uh, got these stakes out, so when the snowplow guys come by, they know where our driveway is, and mm-hmm. they can, you know, everything's prepared, ready to go. I don't know about you and what your experience is like with people preparing ahead of time for things like,
2: you know, healthcare. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. You know, my wife went to the store, and she sends me a text. She said, "Oh my gosh, there's nothing on the shelves, and there's like." Each line is 30 people long, and she was just the frustration. And I don't understand. You know, we, we saw the same thing happen when COVID hit. Everybody started panicking. You couldn't buy toilet paper. You, you couldn't buy water. You couldn't get any of these things. And I just don't understand why people go off the rails on something like that, you know, knowing that history has shown it's not forever. It's a few inconvenient days, but yet there's still not willing to put all of that effort and concentration in properly preparing for healthcare catastrophe, or even properly preparing for their investments and their finances and making sure that they're able to enjoy a snow day themselves. You know, one of the big things I'll tell you about healthcare is you just don't know when you're gonna have that catastrophic claim. And if you're not properly prepared for that, you know, I've got, I I talked with actually a, a young client Earlier this week and uh, he basically said to me I really don't want to buy any health insurance now he's under 65 so I'm talking about the uh, um, you know the Unaffordable Care Act and he said I don't even want to buy this and he came into uh, you know a a large sum of money about a million dollars was inherited and he's looking at uh, you know retiring he says I don't want to buy health insurance and I said well here's the problem with that idea and that concept if you don't buy some health insurance to protect you this snowstorm that is supposed to be here you're out shoveling you wrench your back you've got a blown disc you have to go into the hospital they end up saying we've got to operate and take care of this back and you've got a hundred thousand dollar claim guess what your portfolio has just dropped by a hundred thousand because they don't care if you can't afford to pay the 100 right now, you're still going to have to pay that at some point in time. So why would you not properly prepare for things like that long before they even happen? You know, and with Medicare, we have uh, right now we're in the open enrollment. So anybody out there that may have made a change to their plan during the annual enrollment period, which, you know, obviously was the end of last year, we have until March 31st to actually make a change to your advantage plan for 2022 to make sure that it's going to do what you want it to do and make sure that there's no gaps or pitfalls in that coverage for you. You know, the big thing is just make sure that you do the things before the storm hits so you're not left out there in the storm without a shovel, so to speak. And and, uh, because you don't want to be shoveling yourself out of a deep hole and, um, utilizing your assets that are are liquid to bail you out so to speak so you know prepare for the catastrophe because it could happen any at any time yeah and if you think
1: about it if you're an investor that's listening out there today and you're worried about a blizzard coming in the markets and the economy one of the things that I would recommend that you do is learn about what is called an all-weathered portfolio Uh, that's something that we uh, utilize here in our independent income system which makes us fairly unique and what the common investment approach today is it's called asset allocation and you know the problem in my opinion with traditional asset allocation of just buy and hold strategy is it's weathering through the good and the storms that leave the average investor really battered and bruised and beaten down when things go up and down you know traditional asset allocation generally goes up When the markets go up and down, when the markets go down, it's like kind of staying outside every single day. You know, some days are warm and beautiful. Other days are cold, stormy, snowy. Uh, Standing outside and during the weather every day of the year can be a very difficult task for most people. And that's why for many people, they're going to choose to come inside when the storm hits and then wait until the sun shines again before going back outside. And when it comes to investing, this is what happens to many investors when they sell low mm-hmm. after the market already had the storm, mm-hmm. and then they wait till the market goes back up, meaning that the sun is shining, and then they buy back in when prices often go up. This is really a very costly mistake for the average investor. And you know, really an in investment asset allocation often returns are used for relative returns. Relative returns is looking at, you know, the performance of your account versus similar investments. So it's like hearing someone tell an investor that they're doing good because their account's down 20% and the (laughs) overall market's down 30. Well, you know, if you use relative returns, one might assume that investment is poor when it's up 10% and the market's up 15. You know, relative returns is an important factor, you know, for somebody who's concerned about everybody else. But you know, what's been my experience with building custom portfolios for clients and building an all-weather portfolio, it means looking at the investments from really a whole new standpoint. It means creating a plan that's based upon what an individual is comfortable with and not worrying too much about everybody else. In terms of whether it's like staying inside of your house and setting the thermometer for where you're comfortable at, you know, putting it at 70 or 72 degrees. So whether it's spring, summer, fall, winter, the 70 degrees is kind of all year round. And that's one of the primary goals of building out this all weather portfolio is trying to avoid significant losses and you know prolonged periods of times of poor performance and you know this strategy is maybe not an option for everybody, but this strategy probably becomes more and more important for folks that are getting closer to or in retirement time you know so they can weather through and enjoy those retirement years and build out an approach that kind of takes things and looks at it a little bit different so Again, if you're listening today and you have kind of a buy and hold strategy, um, you're just hoping and you're not sure what the investment approach is, and you wanna have a solid plan and invest a little bit of time, Uh, I would encourage you to have a conversation with us about building an all-weather portfolio and comparing our unique approach in the independent income system to what you're doing today. In fact, one of the things that we can do for those folks that are listening is we can utilize our software to put the information in and show you mathematically, if and when the storm hits, how much, danger and damage could your current portfolio be exposed to? And wouldn't it be helpful to know that information now before waiting till something bad happens, and then unfortunately being like that average investor who reacts after the storm. So again, you know, for the first five people who reach out to us, either again, comment below on our Facebook page, or if you're listening on the radio, give us a call at the office. We'll be happy to provide you a report on our independent portfolio analysis showing you what the maximum level of risk is if and when the storm or blizzard hits the markets. Uh, that way you have that information and can be able to make some smart and intelligent decisions before something bad happens
0: because again an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure uh, another adage i'm gonna throw out there i don't know who said it originally but uh, it wasn't raining when noah built the ark we all know that the storm is coming uh, whether it is in the market whether it is the actual literal blizzard are you prepared for it? are you preparing for it or are you running out to the grocery store last minute to try and get what you can while you can it's been an overarching theme for this week's show and i don't know if it was intentional or not but emotion when, when emotions run high that is when mistakes get made people overreact people do sell low. People do go out and, and buy everything of toilet paper and milk and, and bread and what have you. People do <laughs> make knee-jerk reactions based on who wins the Super Bowl. But sure. it is important to go ahead and have the plan put together ahead of time where you can take the emotions out of it, where you can enjoy uh, what you have and say, oh, you know what? The storm has come. I'm going to stay inside. I'm comfortable. I know I'm going to be okay. The market has is, is fluctuating, but I know there's growth opportunity in there. I'm allocated for this where I don't have to sell at a loss. I'm, in fact. Uh, buying low and selling high it all takes a little bit of groundwork and that is something america's retirement headquarters can help you with all you need to do to get started is give a call 419-794-3030 you heard nolan the offer so generously a minute ago be one of the first five callers take advantage of that 419-794-3030 you can always find them online America's americasretirementheadquarters.com and if you've got the time on march 8th they'd love to have you out at the uh, economic update they've got you can get more information about that as well America's americasretirementheadquarters.com I want to thank you so much for joining us this week as we always do. Really do appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us here today on America's Retirement Headquarters with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Nolan and Scott, glad to be with you as always and as we wrap up. I want to leave you with the final word.
2: Well, Scott, I'll ask you uh, favorite snow day. Favorite snow day. Oh my gosh, I remember back in 1978. <laughs> really? Oh, we were off school. I mean, we had a blizzard of 78. It's okay. um, it's very famous and uh, I Remember, we were off school, and I remember one thing in particular. I lived uh, in Waterville on Dutch Road, and there were two front-end loaders side-by-side side driving down the road, plowing the snow out. I could walk on the garage roof. The snow drifts were so high. Wow. So that was a pretty cool snow day. I was 16 years old back then and uh, was digging tunnels. That's a great one. How about you? Uh, it was
1: Camp Miaconda for Boy Scouts a couple of years ago when my son was quite a bit younger, uh, we had about 50 of us out on the parade field, if anybody uh, has been out at Camp of, <laughs> and had a, a 50 person snowball fight. Oh, wow. And then we built uh, an, an eight foot snow dog. It was so darn fun. <laughs> so uh, if you're listening, hopefully everybody has a great snow day and enjoy the weather. How about you, Chris? Any uh, favorite memories on uh, snow days?
0: You know, uh, the first time I saw snow, uh, I grew up military, so we moved all around, uh, but we were stationed in Fort Riley, Kansas. I think it was in second grade. So this is 1989. It was the first snow that I really saw. I was sick that week, and I was devastated because I didn't get to go out. Well, uh, the following week, my brother was sick, and it snowed even harder. uh, And so I got to go out and and do all the things to make up for it. That was probably uh, probably my favorite one.
1: Well, awesome. So thanks, everybody, for uh, listening today. Stay safe, stay warm, and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody soon. Good day.
0: America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles Discussion not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate, and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.